On this episode of Intent Topics, we're going to talk about a framework we call the four C's of writing effective sales emails. What's up, Logan? How you doing today? It's cracking, dude. Not a lot, not a lot. So today, we're going to talk about writing sales emails in a framework you have created called the four C's. What do you say? Yeah, yeah man. I love it. Let's go into it. I love a nice framework. Who doesn't love a nice framework? Let's get into it. What are the four C's? Can you list them off real quick for us? Yep. So... Email copy, sales email copy needs to be conversational. It needs to be concise. It needs to have a conspicuous point and it needs to be contextual. Love it. Bam. The four C's. So let's go. Let's go. Dodge, dip, duck, dive, and dodge. Is that that from Dodge? Is that Dodgeball? That's Dodgeball. I'm going to have to dust that one off. (laughs) Yeah, dude. You need to dust that up. I love it. Yeah, that is a classic. That was a it great is. era of movies right there with uh, <laughs> I know. Vince Vaughn. Is this- Dodgeball. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of... Vince Vaughn, they're all the same characters in every movie, right? Vince Vaughn's the same guy. Ben Stiller's yeah. the same guy. It's great. Yeah. Great time to be alive. Yeah. They, they really figured out the... must be the four C's of comedy. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's get back into it. So <laughs> the four C's of writing good sales emails. All right, let's start with conversational. Go into that for me. Cool. And disclaimer, I didn't come up with this, uh, but, but, you know, we just, we, as we're, as we're trying to, to scale the company, we, we need to build these frameworks um, to be able to get them into the hands of the people who are creating our content. Um, and also now, you know, with the people who, who pay attention to what we're doing. So wait, wait, conversational, wait, 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 wait. hold on. Yeah. You didn't create this this whole time. I thought you had created this. I thought you were just this framework guru. And I just find, yeah, I feel like I just learned that, uh, maybe maybe the two theory doesn't, let's be real. Let's be real. Like the, the, the words in the framework. Yeah, sure. But like, we've been working on this, this sort of, um, how to, how to write good sales copy and match it to intent data and all this, you know, data that we use for, for the last couple of years. So I would say the framework, the words, yeah, sure. I was just jamming out on my computer, uh, on the way up to Vermont a couple of weeks ago. And, but, and uh, voila, a framework was born. I'm, I'm saying, yeah. I'm giving it to you. That is your framework. I'll, I'll yeah. take it. I'm not going to fight right. you anymore. So first, <laughs> the first C, conversational. Tell conversational. me about what you mean there. Yep. Cool. So the idea is we want the email to be written like you were, uh, you know, you saw the person's name and you said, ah, Bob, I know Bob. I want to let Bob know what's going on. I want to start a conversation with him. Okay. It's not this, you know, uh, super sort of flowery language. It's not dramatic. It's not, um, well structured from a, from like a, you know, like we see in direct response, uh, copywriting, you see like two line or two sentence lines and it's a, and, and it's like, you know, very sort of canned it, it, you know, there's a, a, a way of making an email sound like, you know, I was just a coworker, you know, I shot an email, you know, with a, uh, with an article in it, um, yeah. or I, a coworker, I wanted to, to chat about this thing. So, you know, Hey, uh-huh. here's what I want to chat about. Here's the idea. 
and let's go. Got it. So conversational, it's it's like if it sounds like a marketing message or if it sounds salesy, it's yeah. not a good sales message. And that that's what I mean by conversational. And I think that's a it's a hard thing to quantify, but you know it when you see it. Like it makes you want to yeah. take a shower if it's a if it's direct response or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a sound casual as if you're talking to someone and B like write an email that somebody would even have a response to. Right. So many times you'll get an email and you'd be like, yes. Interesting. So now what? You know? Right. right? And yeah, so yeah. it's like something, it's not a call to action per se, but it's definitely to inspire conversation. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not the, yeah. The point like conversational is not to like, you know, I think that's the, that's number three conspicuous, but, but the, the idea is like, write it in a way that like you could conceive somebody responding to. And I think that's mm-hmm. the point you're making, which is sure. really, yeah, yeah. Which, which well, really powerful. Better said. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. So number two, uh, the second C of writing a good yeah. sales email is to be concise. Yeah. So yeah. How do, tell me about that. How do you go about that? What's your advice yeah. there? So, uh, a concise uh, email is a virtue. Okay, um, yeah. concise sales copy is a virtue, even though um, you know. I, I think like even people who are really proud of what they do um, mm. or are are passionate about what they do. Um, like I'm talking, I'm not, I I've just said a bunch of words and I haven't made a point, but I'm really passionate and I can't quite get it out uh, because I just <laughs> want to keep saying stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what happens on a lot of emails. Right. There's like, it's, you know, I've, I've gone through with clients where it's like, all right, you, you edited my first email before, before we have an understanding of like, Hey, I know what I'm doing when it comes to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, writing sales, well, really my teams. Right. But Hey, right. look, we know what we're doing when it comes to writing sales copy. You just took this sentence. You made it twice as long. You haven't said anything different than what we said. Now read that out loud and, and yeah. don't take a breath in between. And it's not yeah. like a grammar thing. It's like if you got two commas or yeah, two commas in a sentence, you know, that's, it's a lot of, there's a lot of words. There's a lot of stuff there. Um, yeah, so the yeah. idea is like respect people's time. Um, but also like respect that, like what you're saying is powerful enough that you don't need to dress it up with 9,000 adjectives. um, Yeah. 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 And respect like how little time you have to make your damn point. Right. Like the other thing. So there's that, that's more like long windedness, right? There's a different flavor of that that you'll see a lot. Um, I see it more. I feel like I see it more working with clients than I do in my inbox, but actually now I think about it, it's there, but um, say it's a product or a service or, or whatever that does a lot of things, covers a lot of ground, uh, has a very wide reaching kind of umbrella of, of what it could do. And uh, I feel like, especially with like a small business owner too, right? Like they want to squeeze yes. it all in. They want to cover every base to make sure that nothing is left unsaid, right? And it turns into, I, I wouldn't even call it an elevator pitch. Like this is like the biggest building in the world. Maybe that elevator ride. Sure, you know? sure. And that, yeah, yeah, exactly. So so that's kind of where two and three 
once again, you just love, love harping on number three, man. <laughs> so yeah, this is good. Yeah. So, so yeah. So the idea is yes, keep it, keep it short, but not so short that it says nothing, but not so long that you could say the same thing with a shorter email. Right. Yeah. And then if we move into number three, the idea is the point of the email is conspicuous. And I think that's mm-hmm. what you're talking about with like this elevator pitch, right? It's like, mm-hmm. it's like you, you assume that you are going to have more than one communication that is read or received, whether that's, you know, a phone call, email, live chat, text message, whatever that is. Like yeah. assume that you'll have more than one interaction yeah. with that prospect. Yeah. yeah. So I will, I will just defend myself a little bit. They're not the same, right? I see what you're saying, but also as part of number two, being concise is don't try to explain how the world was created, but also to number three, it is, you know, stand out, be clearly visible, attract attention right, right away. So there, there's, there's like some overlap there. Um, and I also think like those two can work together because like be so attention getting by being so concise, that's actually attention getting in its own way. Yes. Right. Yes, absolutely. Yes, exactly. So I agree with what you're saying. Uh, and I think like we go back to like conspicuous, the point is very clear why this person is, is reading it. And I Mm -hmm. think like being concise helps with that. Um, and then, you know, I think that's, yeah, these two definitely play off each other, but, but I mean, at the end of the day, the four of them play off each other because they're the four C's of good sales copy. So I like, I I think that's a great point. I think it's four C's one email, right? Yes. Four (laughs) C's. They must play nice. Yeah. That's like the Jack Welch. What is it? The, Four P's, one E framework. No, four E's, one P framework. Jack Welch book winning. Pick it up. Favorite book yeah. ever. Yeah. Okay. Like love yeah, my Jack yeah. Welch. You know, you're, you're, you're the, uh, you're the studied business nerd. I, I'm the art degree guy. So don't forget, <laughs> don't forget <laughs> to know your yeah. audience here. All right. Yes, yes. All yes. right. Marketing versus so, sales, right? So yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> that now now we go into the fourth one which uh, I think is is kind of a total change of um, a total change of, of flavor here but number four is is your email should be contextual and in marketing we've known that segmenting lists is very very powerful right um, and there's a million re- ways to segment a list when we're looking at sales emails and we're looking at sales copy, the way that we here at Union are typically segmenting is um, something that that allows us to relate the conversation uh, or relate the sales copy to a conversation that is very relevant to that person. Now, this isn't rocket science, but the, these these things that we're talking about are not rocket science, uh, but they but they are frequently ignored. So the idea would be uh, use like geography, um, like a geo selling campaign. Use technographic data to to re- relate you know problems or or solutions that that can be that are specifically related to um, what software somebody might be using. Intent data is great. Be careful, buyer beware. Um, and then, you know, firmographic data, right? So the size of the company, are they Fortune 500? You know, are you are you writing to a Fortune 500 executive? There's probably a lot of news. We can build, you know, very sure. nice context there. Yeah. You know, so I think like that's where it, things like personally, I think personalization mm-hmm. is a, 
is a sort of sub of this, but if you're trying to yeah. do at, at scale or, or it's really cold fall back to, to, to contextualization <clears throat> through data and then get yeah. more personalized to provide that over time. Yeah. Does that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. And then I, I would like, I would add this, like this bullet could be a part of other kind of rants we go on. Right. And, uh, we were, we were doing this a little bit yesterday, but like to do your homework kind of factor. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so part of being contextual is knowing the context, not to be like overly obvious, but like, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like research who you're talking to figure out. It's yeah. more than just like looking on Owler and seeing what news article, like sweet. Like, right. It's like, no, come on, like get to know the product, maybe understand the projects they're doing, like whatever it could be, know who you're right. talking to, know the title, get to know what, how the business operates, right? What their sweet spot, right. I don't know, all that stuff. Because when you get that email, that's so blatantly like there's the, the person didn't, or maybe the, the robot that sent it, and I'm not going to even go so far as it was a person, has so little context into what I actually need. And it's almost offensive when you get those emails. Right. And we went off on this yesterday and we decided to tap the brakes. Cause we were just like, uh, yeah, yeah, getting, we couldn't get it get, to be, we, yeah, we wanted yeah. to shed it in a positive light. So anyways, my point is oftentimes to be contextual requires research and, um, uh, requires not being planning to- totally planning. lazy. Yeah. Yeah, planning. yeah. I, I, yeah. And I think like it depends on what stage, like, as I said, if you're super cold, like don't spend all the time in the world to like, highly, highly personalize this, like understanding, you know, that, that it's this kind of organization that, that they're using this kind of technology that they're, you know, that they might be having these kinds of problems and you can solve this. Like if you're being concise and you're being conversational, like you can get pretty freaking far. Yeah. Without, without needing to know where they went to, to uh, grade school. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. First, so, first dog's name. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the other yeah. thing is you, you mentioned this too. Uh, part of the context is uh, what do you call it? Altitude within the company. Yeah. Like that's part yeah, of it too. Yeah. Who are you talking exactly. to? We, we're we're yes. getting into that, that industrial um, marketing kind marketing of concept. Marketing framework. Yes, the, absolutely. The yeah. about. That's a big, that could become a very big piece of it. If you unpack that, right? Like who, Who's decision? Who's the decision maker? Who actually needs buy-in? Who needs to be the champion? Whose problem are you actually solving? That's all context Absolutely. as well. Absolutely, yeah. like, and if you, I think it was episode what twenty nine, the last intent data overview we did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. But we talk about this, right? So it's like, you know, where somebody is, right? It like geographically, you know, that's. Mm-hmm context where they are in the organization that's yep, that's the org context, le- yeah, yeah, yeah. contact level uh uh context clues like that's wonderful and yeah. that doesn't take that much work um you know to do uh in the grand yeah. scheme of things like you know it's not how, so so i think that, that that that's it's it's a great point the industrial marketing framework understanding the stakeholders mm-hmm. all that can really play into this you know and i think like Number four, contextualization gives you a good base to be conversational, to, to be concise and to be conspicuous because like it's doing a lot of the work for you. Like you don't need yeah. to come up with what to say, like, you know, what problems you're solving, you know, what problems that person is, is facing on a daily basis and how they're interacting with the problems. 
et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Like it's, mm-hmm. it, if you can find that, it really will start to write the copy for you. Yep. I like it. So let's, uh, we've talked about this in other podcasts, but I want to bring in a couple other, other tips though. I wanted to share in case someone's only reading this, this podcast, the, um, the data you had, I don't remember the exact data, uh, points, but the fact that like using a link in an email, the long yeah. link rather than a hyperlink text is significantly more productive. Um, yeah. So I want to call that out again because that's changed my thought when I'm doing stuff like this. But the other thing is like in an email or within this framework, where do like URLs lie? Do you, do you want to add a link to something in here? Are you sharing something like, is there anything in that vein that this is worth? Yeah. I guess this is a shout out to my colleague, Mark Troy here. Like, you know, I, seeing some of the content over the last couple of years that he has, he's like just thrown together like quickly and, and it's so powerful. It's good stuff. Right. Uh, you know, it's like the link should go where you would put it. If you were just thinking about the content that you're doing like right now, like think about it in the moment. Like if I was going to write you an email, I might use bullets being conversational because I need to organize my thoughts because it's a, it's a concept that needs a couple of bullets. Like here's a link, here, you know, here's an article, here's a link, right? You can use bullets. It doesn't, it, you know, it still looks conversational, right? Or it should be like, you know, an afterthought. I write the piece of content, I throw the link at the bottom, right? Yeah. It really, like, it's got to be, it's like natural. Like, it's yep. like doing a podcast for a long time or for, you know, the first few episodes. It was like, you know, I'm like trying to figure out what I'm going to say next before uh-huh. I'm even done saying the, you know, and that's what I feel like a lot of marketing content is. It's like, it's so planned. Yeah. yeah Sales totally. content should be planned, but not look planned, you know? So that, yeah, that's kind of exactly that, that you know, that, that's, mm-hmm. that's what I think about like links and all that kind of stuff. That could be like the overarching title to the framework is make, make your emails look unplanned. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a good the, plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like in the nineties, yeah. like the messed up hair look for dudes. You know, like yeah. look like you just rolled out of bed, bro. Well, yeah, and you know, one of my dad's favorite uh, phrases is is a uh, a shitty plan's better than no plan at all. And right. he lives by that. I've seen some yeah. shitty plans, but we it's always good to have a plan. Shitty yeah. plans out of myself, yeah. not him. So, anyways, yeah. so let's talk key takeaways um, sure. of this of this framework. And then we'll wrap it up and uh, get yeah, on with our day. Cool. Cool. So uh, number one, have somebody edit your sales copy. And I'm not talking about edit for like grammar. I think that's kind of table stakes. Like if you, mm-hmm. you got to nail your grammar. Uh, but the the thing about it is like um, my colleague Beth, you know, is, is uh, great at like, at like making sure that the amount of words, um, the tightness of the sentences, like all those kinds of things, mm-hmm. um, can improve the power of your writing. It, I'm not saying mm-hmm. like make it so formal that you're missing your audience, but like there's a lot of times where, you know, you use passive voice on accident just because that's what right. you were writing Yeah. where like conversationally you might, you might use passive voice, but like you don't want to do that. You know, those kinds of things. So like have somebody mm-hmm. edit your sales copy to, mm-hmm. to drive that concise, Yep. Uh, you know, the conciseness and, 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 and really kind of make sure that the structure um, is getting the point across and really being yeah. conspicuous. 
And I'd say if you can't find anyone to edit it, read it out loud. The things that will come out of that are uh, yeah, pretty incredible. Yeah. I'd maybe do that before you have someone edit it, saving the time. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. All right. Yeah. All right. Nice takeaway. Okay. So just because you think it sounds good doesn't mean it will be productive. Um, yeah. I remember the, the early days of like Facebook advertising, um, the ads that I was like the most excited about. Yeah. Um, because like they, the production was great. The, you know, uh-huh. everything uh-huh. Oh, landing yeah. page took me two weeks to build. <laughs> yeah. Just didn't perfection. Just right. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it just did yeah. nothing. And then the, the stuff that I like went into HubSpot and like threw together a landing. There's one that took me 15 minutes to build. And then five years later, that store is still using the page. It's like the most productive landing page on the planet. So the idea is just yeah. because you think it sounds good doesn't mean it will be productive. And this goes back to my first takeaway, which is have somebody edit your sales copy. Like yeah. just because you like the way it sounds doesn't mean that your audience will. In fact, yeah. A lot of times it won't. Yeah. Um, and that's as, I, as go ahead. My early HubSpot years, you know, pre HubSpot when I was an agency and uh, early on a HubSpot before HubSpot leaned more into uh, a space that could accommodate, accommodate more design savvy looks and feels of websites. And pages. I used to hear Brian Halligan say all the time, a beautiful site is not necessarily a productive site. And some yeah. of the ugliest sites are the most productive and that's what's important. And it's, it's a really good yes. point and it applies here. It's about your audience. It's not about you better put, right? Like that's the reason it, it's like your audience isn't you write it for your yeah, audience. Like, like beautiful designs and pixels are beautiful, but they don't necessarily convert. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. So third, third takeaway. Cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't try be, to tell your whole story in one Outreach. Yeah. 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 So I was kind of jamming on that earlier, right? Like don't, don't, don't uh, try to explain how the earth was created in your outreach emails. Right. And, and, and again, I think especially for someone close to it, especially a small business, a business owner, the passion for their, their baby, right. They want to tell the whole story because it's like every moment of their life is spent thinking about this. Right. And they just want to tell everything. And, uh, they're so emotionally attached to it that they just want to tell you everything. Right. And you're yeah, like, exactly. I don't even know you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. that's actually one of my, one of my favorite takeaways is, is, uh, just, just don't, uh, don't tell the whole story. Be, be quick and say, stand out. So anyways, yeah, all right. Leave, leave people, uh, leave people, you know, with, uh, and we'll talk about this, like in another episode around like calls to action in the sales copy, but it's like, mm-hmm. leave people, asking you to for, take the for, next step. Yeah. Right. Like to not, learn more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. yeah. Cool. Cool. All right, man. Well, great chat. Uh, thanks yeah, for introducing fun. the four yeah. C's of writing good sales emails. Uh, Dodge, this wraps up. Dodge, this. Yep, yep, Dodge, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm watching dodgeball tonight. That's it. I'm going to see my kids like it. So, yeah. all right. Well, that wraps up today's episode of intent topics. I am Chris Battis. And I'm Logan Kelly. Thank you so much for stopping by. Please give us a five-star review on whatever podcast app you listen on. We'll talk to you next time. Take care.